Welcome to another week of It's Just My Thoughts, and I'm your host, Nika Reeves. And what's up, y'all? I'm back for my holiday break. And uh, so let's just talk about what I've been up to. So let's see. Last time we talked, I told you guys that I was going on a trip to D.C. So I went up to D.C., and um, it was pretty cool. It was pretty safe. You know, we uh, were outside the entire time. We weren't around anybody. Um, I will say this much. Like, I live in North Carolina, like you guys know. And when I went to D.C., I felt 100 times safer than I feel in North Carolina as far as, like, you know, the COVID situation. Uh, everybody wore masks. They run in masks. They ride, ride bikes in masks. I, I don't, I don't, I think it would have been um, odd if you saw somebody without a mask, unlike here, you know, it's there, people are still looking at you here when you wear a mask, you know? So that made me feel really good. It was a really dope trip. Um, let's see. I went to, uh, I made it to Mahogany Books. That was a really cool, uh, trip there. I really wanted to go there cause I haven't, I've never gone. I follow them on Instagram. Um, and that's like a black owned bookstore family business. So that was pretty cool. Um, the night, the day that we left, we did uh, brunch at DC Provost and um, they were really good. Uh, it was amazing. And we actually had brunch on the rooftop. Um, they had heaters and everything out there. So once again, like it, we were outside pretty much the whole time and that restaurant was, was amazing. So um, definitely check those places out if you go to DC. And, um, I think that's pretty much all we really did. We didn't really, we didn't really do much. It was actually really relaxing because that was like, besides, uh, going to the beach, um, with my mom and then this trip, this is pretty much, well, at the beginning of the year, we went to Denver, which was crazy because I just told somebody, I'm like, I have no clue how on that trip, like how we fucking did not get COVID because, you know, we, we went to Denver, like at the beginning of March and we were not wearing, this is when masks weren't mandated. And, um, so we weren't wearing masks, like we were just kind of like hand sanitizing. We still didn't know, you know, about the coronavirus and like how serious it was. I don't think anybody really was taking it too serious yet. So, you know, we didn't, we didn't know it was something like, you know, as real as it is. And we were out there, we were in the international airport. We walked around the whole entire time without masks. We were in restaurants without masks. We were, you know, around people without masks, all that. And, um, and we didn't get it. So I don't know. That was interesting, but, um, thank God, you know, we didn't get it, but, um, this year has been crazy, right? Just when you sit and think about, uh, how you start the year and how we end the year and just how we're still living in this crazy, uh, level of new normal. Um, so, but yeah, but my trip to DC was really great. I came back feeling really refreshed, um, going into Thanksgiving break. Um, so during Thanksgiving, the child uh, turned 18. So that was pretty cool. Um, he was really excited. I feel like we celebrated him a lot. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how many times we went out to eat. So we did that. Um, and uh, he got some good quality time there. And then Thanksgiving looked a lot different this year, which I don't think anybody mind because, you know, with COVID, uh, I think having big gatherings and things like that, like how you normally, you know, would was something that was no one wanted to do. So it was more so like, you know, everybody like kind of in their own household. So that's kind of how my Thanksgiving pretty much was just with, um, pretty much family, few friends, but for the most part, like pretty much family, uh, Christmas, 
I think my Christmas is probably going to be the exact same where it's really, really small, which is pretty much um, like literally I can count on one hand how many family members I probably saw. So it's probably going to be the same way on um, on Christmas and, um, you know, just going into the new year. So, um, yeah, that's all I've been up to. Just trying to survive out here, y'all. Trying to survive. So I will have episodes for the rest of the year. I don't think I'm going to take a break for Christmas. So it's going to be pretty much um, regularly scheduled, uh, episodes. And I think that's all I've been up to. So let's just go into some motivational Monday. So for motivational Monday, um, I found this quote on, uh, motivational quotes on Twitter and I really liked it. I thought it kind of, um, spoke to what I'm speaking about today for the thought of the week discussion. And the quote is my goal is to not be better than anyone else, but to be better than I used to be. Uh, when I say and think about myself, um, I think that's what's driven me these last couple of years is to, um, be better than what I used to be, uh, be a better person. Um, and, you know, try to leave some kind of mark, you know, uh, on this earth in a positive way. And I always wanted to, you know, when someone speak of me, they speak of only positive things and not of negative things. And so those are some things that I've really strived to, I've strove to kind of correct, um, you know, in my thirties and during my, um, my maturation process and my healing process. So, um, that's pretty much been my goals is, um, one of my goals is just to just be a good person. So, all right. So let's just roll into black excellence. So for my black excellence today, it's on Marcel Martin. Uh, she, made history as the youngest Hollywood executive producer and she was officially awarded a Guinness world record for her 2019 film little, uh, which she executive produced at 14. Uh, so I thought that was pretty cool. I think she was probably, I think I, this was my black excellence last year. And, uh, so I'm just revisiting it because she just got into the Guinness world record. And I think that comes out in 2021. Um, so yeah, so that's pretty cool. So this week I'm going to do something a little different than I usually do. I'm going to just bypass, um, hot topics and, um, cause I want to more so spend, um, this episode, uh, talking about my thought of the week discussion and kind of having a reflective piece and just kind of just talking to you guys. So that's what I want to do. So no hot topics this week. We're just going to roll into the thought of the week. So my thought of the week today is on purpose. And I wanted to first start by giving the definition of purpose. So purpose is defined as the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. Um, When I first started this podcast last year, uh, I had this vision of me just talking about, you know, my journey that I was on currently still on, um, my journey has changed a little bit. It's, it's pivoted some, my life, I feel like it's pivoted some, but it's still on the same journey of just discovering myself. And also like, you know, I wanted to normalize talking about therapy. You know, I talk about therapy all the time. And it's funny because I think that people that's in my life, I, I joke about it, but I do kind of feel this way. I think that sometimes they feel like I'm going to always tell them to go to therapy or push them talking to somebody um, just because I believe in it so much. Um, 
And I guess the reason why I'm such a believer in it is because I just see how much it's changed my life um, and even my way of thinking for the better. And I don't know if that would have happened without um, without therapy. I don't I don't know um, if I would have had so much clarity that I do now um, as far as like, you know, just me understanding myself a lot more and maybe why the things that I do or um, some of my thought processes and just understanding that. Um, you know, we're all kind of like broken people somewhere up in there and we need a level of uh, healing and clearing out and we need a level of unlearning things that we might have learned from our parents that um, that kind of shaped us into the adults we are. But you can still, you know, have pivots where you make changes and corrections to things that you might have learned that might not necessarily be the right way of thinking or the right way of being. So um, that's pretty much a lot that I gained from therapy that's really kind of changed me for the better. Um, so I was on this journey where when I first started therapy, I was on this journey where I really was trying to figure out my purpose. Like what was that as well as, um, self-happiness. I think I've had quite a few episodes last year where I talked about, and even this year where I talked about just happiness and how sometimes I felt that happiness eluded me. And sometimes I think I ran from happiness as well. Um, because, I didn't think that I was worthy of, uh, having a level of love, um, and having true happiness. I didn't really know what that looked like. And so, um, so I don't know. I think I had definitely had in my, especially in my twenties, I definitely had sabotage moments where, um, I definitely ran from, um, you know, peace mainly due to the fact that I felt undeserving of it. And that was mainly due to the fact of how I felt about myself, which I didn't realize. Um, that was the reason that, you know, that was the case because of how I felt about myself. So I struggle with it. I struggle with purpose a lot. So when I started therapy, I was like, okay, you know, I honestly, I went into therapy for, at first, not thinking about any of this stuff. I went into it because I wanted to know why did I keep it? Why did I keep being like in, um, not necessarily toxic relationships, but relationships that didn't really serve me or relationships that I felt very drained from or relationships that I kind of had this like savior complex inside of the relationship. And I did not understand, like, even when, like what it, it, like when you're experiencing something, right. You can't be one of those people that always blame somebody else. Right. And I did that. I did that for a very long time where he's like, you know, it's never me. It's always somebody else. Um, I had no level of ownership. And so when I started getting to a point where I'm like, okay, Mika, clearly it's not other people. Clearly you are part of the problem too. And that was what started me on, you know, individual therapy, trying to figure out what is it in me that's attracting this into my life. Right. And I realized that it had to been something that was broken in me that made it to where, you know, I, I had this savior complex where I want to save people. And I, and I felt like, you know, if I did all of these things and, you know, I break my whole back for this person, I do all these things that they would in turn, you know, love me back or love me in the same way that, or show me love in the same way that like I'm showing them. And it's just not, it's not reality, um, all the time. And plus, Uh, what I learned from that journey as well was that you have to give yourself self-love. You have to be your own best friend 
first, you know, and you have to self-affirm and you have to self-love yourself. And I used to put entirely too many high expectations on people. Um, and it was probably expectations. They probably was never going to achieve because I wasn't happy with myself. So if you're not happy with yourself, one, you're not going to really truly make somebody else happy as much as you think you are. And two, like, well, they weren't going to truly make me happy either because I was unhappy. So it didn't really kind of matter at the end of the day. And, um, and those are things that I wanted to correct. I wanted to correct, um, you know, feeling that way. And that's what made me go into therapy because I felt like at that point I was tired of being unhappy. And to be honest with you, I think I've spent, when I sit and actually think about it, which is kind of sad, like I think I've spent a large majority of my life being unhappy. And I think that it it became normalized. I was watching something. I can't remember what I was watching recently. And, oh, maybe I was reading something. I don't know. But it was, it was, it resonated with me because it was like, uh, that you get so used to, it was talking about somebody that's like, so used to just toxic environments, toxic behaviors, toxic relationships. And they said that basically toxicity just has become so normalized in a person's life that it's like, they didn't even realize or have the capacity to even see that these people and these things that they're doing might be toxic because it's such a normalized thing in their life. And I think for me, unhappiness was such a normalized thing in my life that like, I didn't realize what happiness even looks like. So that's what I've been searching for. So when I started this podcast, I'm like, well, I just want to just, you know, use this as a form of therapy, use this as a form as talking. And also like, you know, if I reach one person and, you know, I've reached a lot of people on this, but if I reach one person just talking about my journey, it might spark them to think deeper into themselves to where they might want to start a healing journey of themselves or they might see the need to do that um, just like I did. So I think first, which I didn't realize, I think that's part of my purpose. So when I rolled into this year, my year started with my grandma passing and, you know, that was, it was expected, but it still was um, devastating for me. And then um, I took time off therapy for like a month, I think. And I just didn't want to talk. I more so wanted to allow myself to feel and I wanted to just give myself the space to do that. And I just didn't want to talk, you know, and uh, I told my therapist that and she was like, all right, you know, um, but, you know, you need to return to therapy, you know, when you get yourself together. So I did that and then, you know, we hit the pandemic and then the whole entire United States was shut down. And so we were, so I was forced to slow down, you know, my life and actually sit and think. And I spent a large majority of this year sitting, thinking and journaling and really thinking about what am I doing with my life right now? What is it going to take for me to be happy? What are things that I might need to make changes on? What are things that I need to do better? And what are things I need to do for myself to do better, right? Um, Because I want to be happy. You know, I think everybody wants to be happy, right? So I had to make a lot of decisions this year that was very hard decisions, but very necessary decisions. And not just for myself, for other people as well. Um, It was, uh, I think, surprising decisions for some and 
I can sit and say for myself, it was, um, it was necessary. It had, it had to happen. And so when I sat and really thought about, you know, my purpose even more, I realized one huge purpose that's been in my life was, uh, me having the opportunity to be a bonus mom, having a bonus kid in my life. Um, I think honestly, uh, being a mom to the child, um, you know, the child, the child has been on, he probably, I think he probably changed my life in, uh, so many ways, more, more ways than I probably have really put thought into, but definitely, uh, in a lot of ways that I'm going to kind of go over. But, um, when I met him, he was like 10 or 11 and I think he was like 11, um, I knew of him before I fully met him. And, you know, then we had this, this period of just growing together. And, um, you know, more and more as the years went on, you know, we became, you know, super close where, you know, um, we decided to make the choice to, um, you know, love each other. So, you know, I view him as my kid and I raise him as my kid. I love him like I've been there his whole entire life and I don't think that's going to change. And it's actually one of my, um, it's one of the best things I think I probably have ever done in my life was, uh, stepping into that role. It has changed me so much. And when I've been thinking about myself this year and just reflecting on myself, I never really realized how much it really, uh, you know, changed me. Right. Just from the perspective of when you're raising a kid, I, I hate the parents that I shouldn't say I hate, but I'm always bothered by the parents that's like, do as I say and not as I do. I don't believe in that teaching. And so for me, you know, being a bonus mom is helped me be a better person because I can't sit and raise you to grow into a man and teach you these values and tell you things that I believe that, that makes a good man, you know, to a woman. And if I'm not doing the same thing by the way I carry myself, by the way that I treat you, by the way that, you know, I treat the relationship in the house and how I show you how to properly love. Like I have to show you that through my examples. And for me, like besides like religion, I think being a parent, it helped my moral compass because you, you like, I, I was already like an honest person and everything like that, but it's like you even more will check yourself because you know that there's somebody watching you. And I never wanted to come home and say that I felt in some kind of way because of my character and my behavior. Right. So then also, so that taught me a lot just about myself. Right. And it made me grow up in a lot of spaces of just like, um, how I even communicate, you know, I had learned behavior from my parents. Uh, well, my mom, she was a yeller and I was a yeller, you know, and I hated it, honestly. Um, and now like, I don't yell at all. You know, I don't yell. I barely even raise my voice, you know, with him or anyone really. And, you know, and it was from just me, like reflecting on myself and seeing myself times that I did yell I'm like okay like you know you know how it felt when your mom yelled at you and you shouldn't be doing the same things like you should try to communicate better because he didn't respond to yelling right he was just shut down 
And so we, you know, I didn't want our relationship to be altered due to my behavior. So we took the love languages test and he basically told us how he preferred to be loved. And, um, you know, we told him how we, you know, from the test, like how we prefer to be loved, like from a parent child standpoint. And, uh, it was cool. It was cool. And I thought it was beautiful because I'm like, I never, I, when I was a kid, I never would have had anybody be like, well, how do you feel? Or how do you want to be loved? Or what can we do more for you? Right. So I thought it was important to take the love languages test from a parent child standpoint. And also I think what I learned from just that experience in general is that, um, as much as I've helped mold him into, you know, a, a brilliant young guy, you know, he's getting his college acceptance letters right now. He's about to go into school, um, which is amazing. And, you know, he struggled a lot with his passions and things that he wanted to do. Like, you know, and we really dug deep in him for a very long time. You know, I know he probably was like, these people are crazy in here, but you know, it was just, it was just important for him to know, figure out what his passions were and to, you know, get on, get on with it. Right. Get on with it. So, you know, he's starting to get his letters and everything like that. And I'm super proud. I'm super proud of the person that, you know, he's becoming, but I'm also, you know, I also see just when I reflect on it this year, like how much, um, you know, he's helped me, you know, a lot. I used to be very black and white. Like if you didn't do this, it's because of this. If you didn't do this, it's because you're lazy. If a person's not successful, it's because they didn't try. Like, I mean, even though I still feel some of these things, but it he's helped me see the gray in between. Like, you know, instead of you feeling that I'm lazy, you know, I might be sad because of X, Y, and Z. And I might just, you know, need to talk about this, right? So instead of me automatically assuming, you know, negative intent, now I find myself being more like, you know, check-ins and more so me asking, you know, questions to where he's going to answer with more than a yes or a no and actually sitting and having like conversations about things um, that matter. And even if it's hard conversations, like a weird conversation, and I probably wouldn't have done that before. And so it's so outside of my parenting role, like it's actually helped me inside of like my friendship roles and um, you know, even roles at work, like where, like I see more of the gray and before I was basically only black and white. Like it was like, if it wasn't this is this and that's it. That's, that's it. And you weren't going to change my mind about anything. Cause I'm, you know, I think I know everything for one y'all, y'all know that. And so, you know, if I felt like this was what it was, then that's what it was. And I do believe that, um, it was my purpose to be in his life and it was his purpose to be in my life and change my life so much. Uh, you know, I'm, I think forever grateful for the child. And I think it's just, uh, I don't know. It's just one of my favorite relationships that I have in my life to be completely, completely honest with you. And I do believe that that has been one of my biggest purposes, um, the last couple of years. So I think this year was important. And I think it was important for a lot of people because just like I'm sitting here saying, like I had so much time to sit and think and think about the person I want to be and think about like what I'm doing at work. And, you know, I'm, I can see where my life started to pivot, you know, and it's still pivoting 
you know, where I'm in the midst of making, uh, in the future career changes. And, you know, I'll talk about that more next year, but, um, yeah, like I, I think that it's changing for the better my life. I think that once I get through this year and really spend time, even more time, just kind of like thinking about what, what exactly it is that I want to do with myself fully, um, and start locking it in. Like, I think right now I'm in, I'm in the midst of pivoting, but I'm pivoting and putting all the pieces in place and then, uh, and still doing the work. Right. And it's interesting because I think I'm so like hypersynthesized from this year and just being in the house and actually having to sit and think and look at yourself in the mirror. Um, it's made me kind of like start being like, okay, you know, I need to work on this area. I need to work on this area. I could probably talk more about this area. Like, um, it was just recently I was thinking about, um, cause we were talking to him about taking him to school and all the things that we need to do as far as like, you know, getting his dorm together and, and stuff like that. And so it was just crazy because I, I never thought about certain things and things have been starting to like pop in my head, like probably cause you know, we just have so much time of just thinking. And so I'm talking to the child and I'm like, man, you know, like, um, yeah, we have to do this and this and this and just making sure he's straight. And so then I started thinking about myself and like when I went to school and you know how, like I literally drove myself to school and I moved myself in myself, like my parents didn't come and how, you know, pretty much my whole entire life. Like I had a million games and you know, nobody came, like nobody in my family came. And I used to just sit and say like, you know, it's not a big deal. Like I don't care. And then I, I'm, I honestly just had this awakening last week uh, when I was talking to him about it and I realized that um I did care but I was so conditioned to not care or be a survivalist where it was like you can't care because if you care you know then that might knock you off from you know you trying to get out of your situation which was me trying to get into college like I wanted to you know leave and I wanted to go to school and so that was what I was focused on doing when I was in high school. So I couldn't, I felt that I couldn't afford to be sad or feel, I think you get numb to it after a while. Right. So I think that, uh, when I started talking about it, I was like, dang, like, you know, I was like, I, I actually did feel something, you know, in that moment. And that's actually something I plan to unpack in therapy this week because, um, I never thought about the feelings of it. And, um, and so that's why I feel like, you know, truly that, this podcast and my journey and me talking about it is my purpose because besides, you know, me being a parent, because there's still things every day that I uncover about myself that I think I've locked away somewhere that I haven't thought about, you know, like that I didn't think bothered me, um, that I might be angry about that might come out in other ways instead of like, or in relationships, instead of just like you talking about it. So this year definitely has been a pivot for me, right? And I wanted to have this reflection piece because I wanted you to start thinking about like, what are things in your life that you think that like, well, more so, do you think that it's moments in your life that come into place and alters your present based on shit that happened in the past? And so those are things that, you know, you have to one, think about, ponder, and even when stuff starts popping in your mind, like when I had that moment 
where I was talking to him about school and I started thinking about myself and myself at his age, I stopped and journaled. I just pulled out my phone and I journaled about what I was feeling in that moment. And I, and I just made a note saying like, well, next time I go to therapy, like I need to kind of unpack that because like, I feel emotional about that. And I guess that was something that was locked away that I, that I didn't even think about because I just told myself that I didn't care, but, um, I did care. And I know that I care because I made sure that if I ever was a parent and like now, like I'm, I'm in a parenting role that I'm there and I'm present for everything. And if you want to talk, we talking. And if you want to, whatever, you know, even down to, we went to, um, we planned a day together. We went to, um, the comic store. We went to a used bookstore. Um, where, you know, we were looking at books and he was doing this thing. He had his plan. I had my plan and we came home, we made pies together. I mean, we did something the whole entire day and it was, it was amazing time for me. Right. And I think those things are important to me because those things that I didn't have. And so when I started thinking about it, I'm like, why are these things so important to you? I started realizing that like, those are things that I probably need to unpack because I didn't realize that those are hurts that I was carrying that I never really even put into words or process. So that's why therapy for me is so important and trying to understand and visualize what your purpose is. So my point of today with a thought of the week discussion is for you to just start thinking about what is your purpose and what do you want to leave behind? You know, when you, whenever you leave this earth, what do you want people to say about you and what kind of legacy do you want to leave? And it could be something big. It could be something small. And, um, so yeah, so today I just wanted to just to discuss purpose. I hope that this was insightful in some kind of way and that I didn't talk in circles with y'all cause you don't know I can do that. But I think it's amazing when you can sit and just fully break down yourself and see how far I've come and see, you know, where you're trying to go and visualize that and just start putting your plan in motion. And that's pretty much what I've been doing all year. And it's been pretty cool. And I'm really excited for, things that I'm working on that I'm going to talk about in the new year. But, um, I also wanted to just share that today. And I, and you know, if there's something that you're in the midst of thinking about, um, or maybe even starting your journey, just start it, whatever it is, because shit, we in the house. So this could be your pivot moment where you start thinking about what you really trying to do with yourself or what really would take for you to be happy, because that's pretty much what I've spent the last couple of years thinking about just happiness. And what that looks like for me and trying to create that for myself. And, um, and I'm still creating that, you know, through therapy and just through talking. So that's all I have for the thought of the week today. I thank you guys like always for listening. Don't forget to, uh, follow me on Twitter is at IJMT podcast on Instagram is at, it's just my thoughts underscore podcast. You can always email me, um, is IJMT podcast at gmail.com. Please follow, like subscribe leave feedback. If you like, I'm always open to it. And, uh, yeah, that's all I have. So like always, I thank you so much for listening. It's Mika here and I appreciate you.